Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Catch-Up Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder. Make sure you rate and review No Catch-Up, available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Catch-Up is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review. Pass the links to the homies. Let everybody know. You know the deal. No Catch-Up, Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. No ketchup, no ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me as always. It's Tuesday. We're back with the full episode. No, no catch up. Uh, fast food. We're about to give you a full hour of everything that's going on in the sporting world. We're going to kick it off with Team USA basketball. They've been taking L's, and we're not accustomed to them taking L's. So we got to talk about that. They just dropped the game to Nigeria, backed it up with a loss to Australia. So we'll talk about that. Shohei Otani home run derby all-star game is tonight. There was a little dust up uh, because of some comments Stephen A. Smith made on ESPN. Can uh, the face of a league be someone that doesn't speak English? Stephen A. Smith doesn't think so. It came off as racist. We'll talk about that. We'll break that down. Um, NBA rumors, Dame. Who else is on the move? Oh, Ben Simmons on the move. Ben Simmons on the move. So Lonzo Dame. Ball, Lonzo Ball's name in the media. Big time. So we'll talk about that. We'll break that down. We'll close the show with some NFL news, but you know how we're rocking. We, uh, we're going to break down everything that's rocking in the sports world. Stay with us. Big Nick the Quick, what's good? What's the business? Listen, bro, first take Tuesday. Nick had a great idea, actually. He said, yo, for first take Tuesday, we should talk about the Olympics some of the low-key sports we enjoy that we're looking forward to that might be um, not your standard track and field. Yeah. Put it like that. So we're going to talk about that. Anything else before we get into the first day Tuesday? What's going on, man? How's the week The week rolling? You good? Beautiful. Beautiful, man. Long, long great sports weekend, man. Backed up into last night with a little home run derby, Team USA. So it was lovely. Yeah, yeah, we'll touch on the derby. We want a little money on the derby. I've been giving out winners, man. Y'all better follow at No Ketchup Pod. I've been, I've been laying out winners for y'all uh, for the free. Uh, Otani took care of business last night. Um, but yeah, first take Tuesday. Olympic sports you are looking forward to the most. Nick didn't even know. You, I'm going to start quick. Non-traditional, non-traditional. So obviously everybody's looking forward yeah. to like the the, the 100 meters uh, dash and some of the swimming events and some Team USA basketball and and the and the marquee events, right? Obviously we're all gonna be watching those. But man, the Olympics is a lot of sports. Covers a wide range of different abilities and skills and talents. And uh, there's some there's some good ones when you start digging through there. So, is the Olympics on your bucket list? No, not in the least bit. No interest to go to the Olympics. Not not no interest, but it's not bucket list. It's not like, oh, man, yeah, I think it'd be sick to go to the Olympics. Like, I I would be. It'd be cool to kind of just walk around and and hit some of these different sports and all that. But it also seems like too big of a spectacle for me. 
um like to weigh a little little too much there's just too much going on man there's just it, it just seems like one of those places where as a fan it might not it might look a lot cooler than it actually is like once you get there you might be dealing with some bullshit like uh, like it's you you are you ta- you're talking about like just a lot of like hard like, to get around yeah, logistically a nightmare like yeah. just a nightmare like you'll spend so much time trying to get to an event you're gonna miss probably six different things you'd want to but yeah i'd do it like don't don't get it twisted it's another one of those things where and like everything is better if you got a ton of money but it's definitely one of those if i had a ton of money and could you know right. make sure the hotel was straight i mean you don't even got what was it in sochi where you didn't have hotels for the journalists so like yeah, yeah i don't want to get caught up in a situation like that where i'm sitting here staying in a closet uh or whatever but it seems like it'd be cool it'd be fun and also depends on where it is like yeah. I, I, it has to be somewhere that I like Tokyo. Absolutely. Like Tokyo is on the bucket list yeah, near the fun. top, top five cities I want to hit. Yeah. Um, so it'd be dope. But if it's somewhere where I don't really give a shit about, like I'm not going to go to the U S Olympics. I'll put it that way. If they did in like Los Angeles or really? like that, nah, zero interest. Okay, zero. Yo, let me, let me tell y'all, everybody listen. If y'all don't know quick, y'all probably know him pretty well by now. But if there is anything inconvenient that ha- has to happen for him to attend something, he's not coming. Not doing it. So Usain Bolt's running in the 100-meter dash in L.A., but he has to take a connecting flight? No, thanks. <laughs> Probably not. I'll catch it on <laughs> I'll catch it on NBC. I'm good. Don't but worry well, about it. I mean, and that's more just like, again, man, the destination has to be like, I'd also want to visit the spot. And it's like I'm not – I've been to LA 157,000 times. You know what I mean? Like anywhere, there's nowhere in the States where I'd be like, oh shit, let me drop what I'm doing and get out there and do the whole Olympic experience. Now, again, like Tokyo, like all that, like, yeah, but you're right. If it's inconvenience to me, like dog, the, the, the situation no, at the crib is I'm so good. lovely. It's lovely. We got, we got 4k TVs. We got cold beverages. Like the, the, the home <laughs> viewing experience has gotten like, yo, it's just like that NBA, that game that we went to, that basketball game. I'll probably never go to another NBA game unless I'm in there. Like, I need to be able to to to, to, to feel motherfuckers. Like, I'm just not going to go sit up way up there, man. It's not me. Oh, you're saying after we went and saw LeBron, you talking yeah, about Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like the, I'm, I'm inconvenienced in the 300s, man. I this can't is do that. Just, yeah, this is just an inconvenience now. Just an inconvenience. The crib is, the crib is nicer. I feel you. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it, per se, I guess. I'm, I'm the opposite, though. I, I like to go to shit. And and go check it out and get the energy of the fans and all that shit. But yeah, if y'all didn't know, if it, if it's inconvenient for Nick and it's it's televised in 4K, you straight. You know, no no need. No need. <laughs> I've, been, I've, been, I've been doing enough. But that's again, I don't want to make it sound like you know. The, I still have my list, my bucket list shit that is untouchable. But yeah, if it's not on the list, hard press. It's not on the list. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yo. But the one that the unconventional joint that I'm looking forward to. Which Nick hasn't even heard of or doesn't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen for folks listening. It's called trampoline trampolining or like the world trampoline finals. Um, you probably seen it, male or female. They have team joints where it's like synchronized. You jump on the trampoline and you just do you just do shit like this. Hold on, let me share my screen real quick. But you just uh. You're essentially jumping around and trying to do trying to do cool ass shit on this trampoline. Flips, whatever. All right, hold on. Yeah, there we go. Okay, look. Here you go, Nick. Let me, let me, let me skip forward on this. But this. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, I love it. That's great. Yeah. So like one one time I came across this, right? And I was just like, one of those things where you come across it and you just find yourself watching it for the next 45 minutes. Well, and that's essentially what happened. And, I, and every time I see it now in the Olympics, I, I'll, I'll rock with it. Hey, you want to know something that's cool about that sport? We've all jumped on a trampoline before at some point, right? right? So to do it at that level, like you understand how actually hard that really is to do and how much it takes out of you to yeah. keep going up and up and higher and do flips. Like, yo, jumping on a trampoline, we got one in the backyard for my daughter. I've only done it a couple times, and it's 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 a workout. Like, it's 100% a full body, you feel it in the morning type situation when no you're question. running around on these trampolines and all that. So, yeah, that, that looks like a tough-ass sport. I'm definitely going to have to check that out this year. I knew it existed, yeah. didn't know what it was called, um, but I'm going to definitely have to uh, to check that out. That there's looks like some, a lot of fun. There's some people that watch everything, every single – Oh, they're Olympic heads, Olympics. yeah, all like, day. They, like – the from opening ceremony to the last the closing ceremony, they yeah. watch everything in between. Archery, all that archery, shit. everything. They're talking it's about another it. tough ass sport. You watch that archery; these people are fucking incredible. Yeah, um, yeah, it's <laughs> a dope sport. All right, so my sport, I actually fell in this in love with this sport. I want to say it was like 2008 Olympics. I know I got you on the. Uh, I know I got you on the train like 2012 with it. By far, one of the coolest sports. Combines all the elements of all the sports that we do watch, right? I know you're a big soccer guy, so there's some soccer in there. We're yeah. both big basketball guys. There's a football element, a rugby element, whatever you want. Yeah. It's team handball. Team if handball. If you have not doing. watched team handball, you think we're playing. This isn't throwing it up against the wall and doing all that stuff. It's pretty much lacrosse without the sticks. It's um, hockey. It's hockey. It's, hockey, it's basketball. Hockey, it's soccer. Stick, like yeah. all that without the sticks. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's hockey and lacrosse without the sticks, essentially. Um, you know, goaltenders passing around, crazy athletes throwing the ball into the net. I don't know if it's five on five and six on six. I don't know if you have a clip or not. But it's essentially, got the basketball element because you can't travel with it. You, you can't, can't travel with it. Exactly. You can't run around with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that would be cool if you had like 12 or 15 of your guys and you wanted to get together and just play a completely different sport. Um, check out Team Handball. Insanely competitive. Denmark won gold for the men. In 2016, Russia won for the women in 2016. So not quite a sport that Americans are excelling at. But quick, interesting fact. The first time I ever heard of this sport, do you remember Jake the Snake Plumber? Former Arizona State Sun Devil and Cardinals quarterback. When he retired from – he made a bunch of money playing football. When he retired, him and his brother went and started playing team handball. Love so, uh, yeah, all the athleticism, all that. Again, I don't know if we got a clip of it or not. That sounds but like Jake the Snake. I could pull it up real quick. Yeah, yeah. It's just a dope sport overall. And one of the – I don't know how I randomly just saw it one day um, and just fully got into it. But check out this team handball, man. I'm going to be yeah. locked in all day. Just so we don't get too crazy into it. Yeah, check out the team handball. It is interesting and fun. And, uh, yeah, man, when did the Olympics even start? I think the 23rd is the opening ceremony. I got my – yeah, Team USA. Yeah, team USA, join on. You you're, you're, good, you're a good American. I think it's uh, yeah, the twenty third is when it starts. So, okay, yeah, I uh, I'm in. I'll t- I I would definitely watch that. I, it, it's it's just whatever's on when I hop on the TV and turn it on. I'm not setting the schedule to no handball or the trampoline shit. But so, if I get to the crib and throw it on and it's on, then that's what I watch. 
So let me ask you a quick question, though. So with uh, what they had Copa this weekend, they had the UEFA joint, they had the what's the, the American the Concacaf or whatever it's called, yeah, Concacaf, yeah, Concacaf gold or all that. Um, are these the same squads that they send to the Olympics? Um, like, do you send I like? I don't know. You talking about the roster or the actual teams? I think there was Olympic qualifying. No, no, yeah, the rosters. The rosters, yeah. Um, it's not like a junior team or like Messi and all these guys are going to the going to Tokyo. I think it's just like you would look at the the NBA shit. It's so like you, send, if, you send your top notch. You you try to, guys. and if okay. they're if they're in or you know they feel like they need some rest or whatever, they'll go. But yeah, I think it's the same. It's thing. not like a whole nother same roster. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 Yes. Yeah, it's, it's the like Neymar went a few years ago, or like remember when all uh, the Olympics were in Brazil? Yeah. Neymar and those guys went, so like it was big time guys playing. Okay. Gotcha. I they, yeah, I can't remember if they won or lost, but yeah. Uh, yeah, they send the big dogs. It's it's just like how LeBron's not playing this year. It's like whoever wants to go. Gotcha. So, yo, that's a perfect segue, actually, into NBA hoops, NBA basketball. Uh, they're taking L's. They've lost two in a row. Nick, are are you worried? Does this matter? Are we are people overreacting? Are people so spoiled that the the, the fellas are supposed to literally blow out? Everybody they see, and nowadays they're running into rosters that have multiple NBA players on them too. It's not well, like they're 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 playing guys off the street anymore. Well, yeah, and that was the thing that. So I actually watched this game last night. I didn't watch the Nigeria game. Saw some of the highlights, but watched this game uh, while I was also watching the home run derby. And number one, it, it, if you think that the U.S. is just going to walk into an international basketball tournament and just smack folks around like you 100% have another thing coming to you and you haven't been paying attention to global basketball the last, I don't know, 10 to 15 years, right? Like, first off, what was it, 2004 that they didn't even win gold? Um, was that Athens where it was a disastrous and they didn't even win gold? So a lot of these international teams have been on the come up. 2008. 2008, And then right. 2012 was the redeem team. The redeem team. team. Okay, and then yeah. 2016, they won back-to-back, and then now we're here. And also, just look around the league. Look at some of your top players, whether it be your Luka Doncic's, Dirk Nowitzki back in the day. Uh, I'm Giannis, I'm missing on a whole bunch of international players, but they're all over the place. Jokic, MVP of the league, was an international player. So these guys are out there. They're playing basketball. They're playing basketball at a high level. A lot of these national teams, these guys have been playing together forever you know, which isn't necessarily the case with the Team USA. So if you thought it was just going to be a cakewalk, you got another thing coming to you, especially when you look at a team like Australia that has multiple NBA players that have done things in their career, right? Pat Mills, Della Dova, Joe Ingles, Matisse Tybel apparently is Australian now and is on that <laughs> roster, right? But yeah. you look at – I mean, they had like five NBA players on their team. So they have five players on their team that are some of the best players in the world that play and get minutes and win championships – in the highest level in the world. So again, yeah, the talent, they might have more talent on team USA, but these teams aren't full of me and you and three other guys that we know from Brisbane, right? Like these are big time basketball players that know what they're doing. And if you don't come correct, you're going to get embarrassed. So I think that, yeah, I would be worried because I think roster wise, there's some issues with this team. Um, they don't have a true point guard. I understand you got Dame in there running point, but Dame's a scoring one. Right. I think they need someone to come out there and set the table. And also, they don't really have any bigs that can stop the bleeding. Um, I think you got Bam Adebayo. Uh, I don't know who else you got over there, but you don't really have that depth of big man to stop Patty Mills from getting to the lane whenever he wanted to, like he did yesterday. 
So I think from the roster construction, yeah, they might have some issues. I don't think they're going to steamroll everybody. With that being said, once these guys get a few games under their belt, a few more practices under their belt and kind of build that cohesion, I still think they're going to they're gonna walk to the gold. Um, you'll have some tough competition in there. I don't know what Spain looks like. I know they play Argentina tonight. Check out Argentina's roster. Luis Scola is still on, is still on Team Argentina. Shout out Scola, legendary bucket. Yeah. Um, but also with these international, the guys that you're playing against, look, for a lot of these guys that you're playing against, this is their shot, right? They come out, they put up numbers against Team USA. All of a sudden, they're on somebody's radar. Maybe it's an NBA radar. Maybe it's a G League radar. Maybe it's a better club overseas radar. But for a lot of these dudes, you remember like Arroyo? Uh, it was like 12, 15 years ago. Carlos. Came out, busted the U.S.'s ass in Puerto Rico. Next thing you know, he's playing in the NBA. So for a lot of these guys, you're going to get their best shot, um, for especially the non-NBA guys that are on these rosters. So I think that you can't underestimate these squads. Um, they're talented. They've been playing together a while, and they want to beat you. Um, but again, once the U.S. builds that cohesion, it's still the by far and away the best roster obviously on the international competition. So my worry level on a scale of one to 10, probably like a six. I'm not, not worried. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a good way to put it. I think I'm not, not worried. I think, uh, <clears throat> take the L's now. Yeah. Get, the, get this shit out the way. Now, maybe this will wake them up a little bit. I think you made a lot of good points. Yeah. These are, listen, bro. These are NBA guys that are playing these guys during the regular season. Yes. So like Joe Ingles isn't, spooked by the usa team he plays these guys all the time yo ingles plays 30 minutes a night yeah, a team that won like, 60 games this year so yeah, he's not like i think that's part of it where it's like he's not wide-eyed at kd he's not like oh there's my god no, it's yeah Durant. exactly there's, there's <laughs> that the, the intimidation thing is uh has faded quite a bit over the last 20 years a lot of these international dudes are also signing multi-year deals where they you know it's not like, yo, we don't know who's going to be on the USA roster until two months before the shit starts. These guys like, have been playing together yeah, for 10 years. Exactly. These yes. guys have been playing together for quite some time. They're locked in. They it means who, a lot to them. Exactly. It means a lot to them. They know who's going to be on the roster. It's uh, There's a couple different things in there. I'm trying to pull up the full USA roster, but I can't. I wanted to get a picture, but. Well, then you also got these random situations like Tybal, who I guess spent a few years in Australia as a kid going over there to play. And he was a thousand percent giving Team USA problems last night. So, I mean, you have non-nationals from those, but they have some affiliation to those countries that are going to go over there and play. And they want to get And you know, if you understand basketball, like, yo, it's not always like, let's take the five most talented guy, put him on the floor, roll out a basketball and you're going to win. Like, that's not really how it works. That's not how the league works every year. There, there, there's 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 things about being cohesive. There's things about playing the right way. And and look at some of these coaches that are coaching these international teams. These are NBA head coaches, NBA assistant head coaches, right? A lot of these Calipari, I think, was out there coaching the Caribbean a few years ago trying to get players. Like that's what these <laughs> he was. He coached some random yeah. team, and I think it was uh I think it was the Bahamas or some shit, and DeAndre Aiden was on the team. I forget what it was, but it was some random shit like that. It was clearly he was going after a kid, but they're getting elite level coaching too. And, and yeah. this isn't like uh, you know, dream team playing against Croatia, and there's one Tony Ku coach and a bunch of guys who have a day job. Like these are pro basketball players in whatever league that they're in. They're not right. part-time hoopers. 
Yo, shout out Dante in the comments. He said, why doesn't USA Bas- – I'm going to go through your whole list, Dante. Why doesn't USA Basketball press anymore? Man, because this is a summer this is summer vacation That's and they're not pressing that. nobody. Yeah, no, this isn't uh, Arkansas <laughs> – yeah, 40 minutes no, of hell. Like, no, yeah, yeah, it's no, not going to no, happen. No, that's you not going to tell KD to full court press for 40 minutes international play? No. It's not happening. Yeah, no, they're not pressing an international play. Uh, he, Dante said they play half court against uh, against slower players. Makes no sense. He's saying get out and run against these, these small, slow foreign squads. I think part of it is they don't – no one no one plays half court ball anymore. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of the FIBA rules are lean to, you know, half court stuff going on. And if you run out of, if you run out of team with Beal, if you run out of backcourt of Beal, Dame. Yeah, that's not, you're not, you're not going to, yeah. It's not a lot of half court offense that's being, you know, patient enough and being constructed. Enough is is it Chris Paul coming or no? Is Chris Paul playing? I don't know if Chris is coming. I know Book I know is coming. Book I know is Middleton, coming. Middleton's, Middleton's coming, and Drew is coming. I know that. Yeah. So you're also missing three high caliber guys in Book, Drew, and Chris Middleton, right? Like say what you want to about your boy K Mid. Um, but yeah, those are three guys who are going to play minutes on that team. Yeah. But that still leaves them without a. If Chris is coming, if it solves your point guard issue, but it still leaves you without a point guard. You want to talk about playing half court? Yeah. Dame Lillard is not a half court point guard. Yeah. Like, that's not what he does. Yeah. He's no. not coming out there holding up the one and. You know, directing traffic like that's yeah. not his type of game. Waiting right. for actions down the low post. Um, <laughs> right. You know yeah. what I mean? That's like, the that's... other thing. Like, even if he tried to do it, I don't know if he'd have the patience to he'd go like, crazy. I'm, I'm getting a shot up, man. Like, I'm going to pull up. This is yeah. bullshit. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, I think I think you got to watch out. Um, and I know it's like a it's not a single elimination. It's like a round robin once you get to the Olympics, right? Um. Yeah, it's not single elimination. Yeah. It's, so it's once like a, you get to rounds, that it becomes single elimination. Yeah. So I mean, but again, yeah, like you don't want to get caught off guard by one of these teams that's been playing together forever. I yeah. don't know where the best players are all concentrated to right now. We'll tell you that Australian team looked very tough, very yeah. tough. Pat Pat Mills is the international god. Um, and we forget about he's him because he's buried out there in San Antonio. But he's just a hooper. The he's guy plays hooper. basketball. He's been a hooper a long yeah. time. He's won jewelry. Like Patty Mills is a hooper. Joe Ingles is a hooper. Yeah. Right? Uh Della Vadova is scrappy and he hoops. No, he sucks. He, whatever. He hoops, bro. He's fine. No, but I don't he, he, hear about he, that. fine. He's gonna give you he's gonna give you problems. He's gonna irritate you. He, yeah, he plays a little better on that team. But yeah. <laughs> I think they had a couple other guys that were in the NBA on those rosters. So FIBA, Simmons FIBA, didn't even come over. FIBA half court helps helps Della Dova. That's no S- question about that. Simmons said, fuck it. I'm not I don't want to Atlantic still got him shook. He's like, I'm not even going to play international. I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get made fun of in Tokyo for not shooting. Yeah. So um yeah, you so you still got some guys, man. I I don't think Canada's going to the Olympics, but their squad is loaded if it was fully healthy. Like you're getting ball players from all over. Here's uh Popovich was getting some some pressure from the media essentially to set up the video. The media member essentially said to Dame and Pop that, yo. You guys used to blow these dudes out, and now they're close games, and you guys are taking L's. This was Greg Popovich, the head coach of the USA basketball team's response. Oh, good. You know, let me let me also answer that question. You know, you asked the same sort of question, the same family of question last time, uh, where you assume things that are not true. When you just mentioned, you know, blowing these teams out, that's never happened. So I don't know where you get that. So, can I finish? Can I finish? 
Can I finish my statement? Can I can I finish my statement? When you talk, are you going to let me finish my statement or not? So you'll be quiet now while I talk, and then I'll listen to you. When you make statements about in the past just blowing out these other teams, number one, you give no respect to the other teams. And I talked to you last time about the same thing. We've had very close games against four or five countries in all these tournaments. So the good teams do not get blown out. There are certain games that might happen in one of the tournaments in the World Championship, the Olympics, where somebody gets blown out. But in general, nobody's blowing anybody out for the good teams. So when you make a statement like that, it's like you assume that's what's going on. And that's incorrect. Straight like that. <laughs> he he uh he was not trying to hear that shit at all. Not at all, because he understands that's just not the truth, and he's right. It hasn't been that way. Like I, I get we're we're all still hung up on the dream team and shit. Like yeah, we will blow some folks out. Like let's not get it twisted. But you just can't assume that you're leaps and bounds better than anybody because it's just not the case anymore. And you can't have that mentality. Like. You hear Nigeria and you're like, oh, fucking Nigeria. But then it's like, no, these guys got a bunch of hoopers. <laughs> yeah, it's true. The um, <laughs> Adebayo is, was supposed to be playing over there. Is, is Popovich taking that shit too personally? Should he have just kind of shrugged that off like, man, look, they're getting better. We're getting better. We just got together. It's the first first handful of games we're playing. We'll get better. We'll we'll when it's time to win the gold, we'll be ready to go. No, or, he's, or, a old, or, he's an old dude. And he's fed up and he doesn't have time for it anymore. That, 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 all that other shit is out the window. If he doesn't like your question and he doesn't like the fact that you're not. It, first off, he's saying, I told you this already the other day when you asked me this dumbass question. Now you want to ask <laughs> yeah. me again. As I'm trying to answer, you want to cut me off and tell me what I'm trying to say or come with the facts and not even let me a- answer the question that you already asked me the other day. So I'm just gonna give it to you straight. Don't ask. Don't ask him this dumbass question again. Right. Like I think that's what it is. It's a 75 year old pop who's not trying to hear it anymore. Okay. Fair and enough. And he, he told him, "You asked. We just talked about this. You just asked me this the other day, and I told you. What? What more do you want? You see my opinion change from today and three days ago. So it is <laughs> what it is. They play again tonight against Argentina. Lock in. Um, we'll see what Scola's talking about. But I mean. Yeah, I don't. I, I, they're not going to just walk to the gold, man. It's not going to hey, happen. I'm going to say this, man. I think the days are over if you could just get a bunch of NBA dudes. Just throw the ball out there? Throw the ball out there, and they just were going to win the gold. Yeah. You at least got to try to put there's, – there's absolutely no big man on the team. Yeah, Bam is it. Yeah. You, you they, can't – yeah. They got Bam and they got Draymond, and they got a bunch of other skill guys. I guess they got Durant. You know, they got the big dogs. They got some big dogs out there. But I think it's combined with guys coming you off. put together a team. Well, I think it's combined with guys coming off <clears throat> grueling regular seasons. And then they don't really care that much. Yeah. How, how many How many of these guys have a gold medal? That's what I would like. I need to look at that. But Well, you know who cares is guys like Levine. He hasn't played in a winning basketball situation in 10 years, right? So he probably yeah. really, really, really cares, and I think it'll be good for him as a Bulls fan. Selfishly, I'm happy that he's there because I think just to get him around some greatness, you know what I mean? Some guys yeah. who, who, who respect him but have accomplished a lot more than him could go a long way. 
Um, sure. It'll matter to guys like that. It'll matter. To, but most of these guys, look, man, let's keep it real. You know the drill. A lot of these guys are out there because the shoe company told you, hey, you know what I mean? We got some new colorways <laughs> to put out. You need to rock out to Tokyo. Like, yeah. for some guys, it's a shoe company thing. Let's, let's not get it twisted. Nike's got some apparel they need to sell out there. For a guy like Durant, it's legacy. You know, hey, I'm I'm oh. I'm the big dog now. Because I was coming all these other years, but I wasn't. You know, Melo was out here. Bronny and the boys was out here. Now I'm I'm big dog. Um, now, let me ask you this then. That's a perfect – before we get – Like Jeremy Grant? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Like okay, well before before let me get into that before we get into the NBA rumors. Does this affect legacy? I heard Stephen A and a couple people talking about this might affect negatively. Yeah, like if they went oh, up, no. like if if Kevin Durant was the head honcho and he went out to the the Olympics and they got dusted, it's like damn. So is, is it is it a little bit of a tarnish or is it just like ah eh, whatever? That's just something that they can add to the rundown if they lose, so it gives them twenty minutes of something to talk about. But I can't see at any point in time would I ever see Kevin Durant's legacy diminished by not winning in the Olympics. It's not like it's not like regular NBA. No, it's 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 different. No, yeah, absolutely not. Me. Absolutely not. Yeah, he they could not win a single game in the Olympics in, in ten years. I wouldn't remember that Kevin Durant had anything to do with that, nor would I care. All right, we'll leave yeah. it there. Yeah, we'll I don't know. Uh, if you're saying that about Durant, again, yeah. Where have you been? What have you been watching? <laughs> yeah. You know I mean, yeah. I thought it was interesting, though, because, you know, you're going to rep the country. You're the head honcho. And then y'all, you take a group over there. You're the big dog and y'all get smoked. It's not a, it's not a good look. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a legacy dash. I don't, because I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. It's interesting because I think it just sounds good on a list of accomplishments, no, 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 but it doesn't necessarily on, because, but 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 let me angle to you this way. How many USA teams haven't won gold? One that, that yeah. Okay, and did that tarnish AI's legacy? Did that tarnish Kobe's legacy? Did that tarnish any of those guys? T Mac was on that roster. Was Kobe on was Bean on that? I think that 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 think all those guys were on that team. They went out there and got, maybe it was I know I know AI was there. I know Rip was over there. I'm assuming Bean was over there, maybe not. But well, again, anyway. when you think about Allen Iverson, you're like, "Hey, yeah, they went to Athens and got smacked around though." It's like, "No, you don't really think about that." Yeah. That's no. I mean, I I agree with you. I was trying to play yeah. like a devil's advocate. I don't yeah. think about yeah, that AI. You know that that right. team didn't win and it's like, "Oh, that's kind of embarrassing." It was kind of a wake-up call. But I think they got bronze too. Yeah, they they, didn't, bronze, even, they yeah. didn't even play in the championship game. Yeah, um, but who won? Was that Spain that year? That was uh, that man, Gasol who, and them. Yeah, I think it was Gasol and them boys. It was yeah, either Gasol or might have been Argentina with the. Might have been. Uh, it might have been uh, Ginobili and them and boys. Them. Yeah, Ginobili was such a problem. Yeah. Um, Ginobili, Scola, and uh, Nocioni. But yeah, like Nocioni, wow. shout out Nocioni. Yeah. That's Eli's guy. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think I, I don't think it's going to affect their legacy negatively at all. And I, and I and I think if we're being honest, they're probably going to they're going to win gold. So I don't think it's think it's a mute point. But yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. We'll move on. And if Chris okay. is coming, this will be fine. We'll figure it all out. Yeah, he's he, until he's he won't get go. any minute. Book Book will be there though. Book yeah. will save the day. Book might just show up and, and continue to pour in thirty a night. So yeah, he might. No worries. Um, we'll move on to the NBA. Big Quick wanted to talk about some NBA rumors. This uh, this doesn't pique my interest that much because I'm not sold that Dame's actually going to go. Lonzo's going to go. Simmons, I think, has to go. 
But what are you hearing on that front? What are you seeing on Twitter? What are you reading? So I'm hearing, yeah, well, if so with Lonzo, I'm hearing that the Pelicans are unlikely to match any large offer sheet on him. And the top suitors are the Clippers and the Bulls. Now, I, I don't know how the Clippers have this cap money. They're kind of like the Rams in that regard, where I don't know how you have two max guys that you gave Kennard all that money and you sell well, enough Reggie's money for Lonzo. Yeah, Reggie's on a minimum. Reggie's like a fucking veteran minimum. Reggie, yeah, it's like for $5 million or something. Like yeah, Lonzo's going to get $20 million, 15 to $20 million a year. Um, So I guess they're unlikely to match any offer sheet on him. So that leaves the Bulls and the Clippers. He's been linked to the Bulls for so long. Um, it just sounds like it makes the most sense. And I think we've talked about that before. Yeah. As far as Simmons goes, um, I'm reading for Simmons, and this just the Cavs, Pacers, Wolves, and Raptors, and that the 76ers are openly shopping him at this point in time. I'm gonna tell you this. If he goes to somewhere like Cleveland, it's the last, it's the last you hear a lot of, of, of Absolutely. Simmons. Absolutely. It'll it'll be a very He's not that guy to go play in Cleveland. It'll be a very Blake Griffinish to Detroit situation. Yeah. And he's way younger than Blake did. Yeah. So I, I hope that's not the case. Don't go to Toronto. Don't Toronto. Bury him in Cleveland. Put him in the system in Toronto. I wouldn't mind seeing him in Toronto. I wouldn't mind him in Minnesota just because I think he needs to go somewhere where he's not going to be relied upon to do anything offensively outside of handle the ball. And I think Minnesota, they got scores galore with uh, Towns. Russell and my boy and the Ant Man, uh, who I'm I'm very high on. So you can kind of plug him in there, and he he kind of helps them out defensively because they're an awful defensive team. Um, where he talked about the Raptors and then the Pacers, which whatever. Pacers are like the biggest shrug squad. Yeah, it's just like yeah, sure, sure. That's yeah, nice. Cool. They'll win. They'll win forty to forty-five games. They'll get in the playoffs, and be a, a couple guys team. that try hard, and yeah. Sabonis, but you know, you'll never, you'll never want to watch them play a game. Yeah, Sabonis, Brogdon, they're good players. Yeah, they're good players. It's nice. It's fine. He can fit in there and just be blah. But none of those teams. I mean, again, we talked about. It. I said I thought Portland was the move. Um, Portland would be the move. Just Maybe you can both, try to. Both sides need each other. Yeah. That's why it's the move, but it's, yeah. It, the Lakers are not a play for him. Um, he can't play with Braun. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know. It's not but the fact There's that they're talking many... so openly about trading him, and Maury doesn't fuck around. If Maury's done, he's done, and you're getting moved on from um There's not as like many there's not as many spots as you would think there would be for a young for a twenty-four all NBA player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It seems yeah. like that that playoff run just did major major damage to well, it, and it's also like well, we're not getting normally when you're acquiring again a 24 year old All NBA guy, you're like, oh, this guy's gonna score a bunch of points. Like you know, we can either be a one or two scorer. It's different with him. It's like you're gonna get an A plus defender, yeah, right, an A playmaker, and a C type offensive player. Right. When he wants to be, he might move up to a B. When he doesn't want to be, he's a D minus. So it's like you got to be able to you got to be able to stomach that and have. Uh, the players in there that again can can take that scoring load off him, but then I'd also look at it as like, well, wait, he was on Philly with Joel and Tobias and other guys that could score, and it was still the same problem. So it's crazy how much uh, has flipped for him it's just so, in the last well, couple months. It's just the fact that he needs to get to the paint, and when you got one of the best players in the paint in the league in Joel, he can't go there, and then in the play. I, I'm very tempted to start talking about people in regular season and then playoff form. 
Like, I, I'm going to start asking you, like, are we talking about the regular season or are we talking about the playoffs? You <laughs> right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's how different the shit is. Like, Simmons will go somewhere in the regular season and probably do pretty well. He'll go to the rack. He'll get to the rack. He'll dish. He'll do whatever. But in the playoffs, if the shit doesn't change from what we saw this year, spooky, spooky hours. And then uh, for Dame, there's a lot of Warriors buzz picking up on Dame Lillard. I don't know how you would facilitate. I guess Wiseman would kind of be the centerpiece of that Wiseman, and I think they have the seventh pick this year. Yeah. So you could pretty much give Portland back a whole bunch of young assets. I don't know what all-star caliber player you'd get back. I don't think they're going to want Draymond. Um, I don't think you're going to trade Clay. But, I mean, imagine if they brought in – if you had Dame and Steph Curry in the backcourt – I just I don't know what you would how you would defend that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it real. brings up some major defensive issues and some ball handling and some responsibilities or whatever. But Steve Kerr would just kind of figure it out. But that would that would be one of the most interesting teams we we could possibly imagine. Like two of the greatest shooters of all time, in my opinion. Because I think Dame is at that level as far as one of the best shooters of all time. Go back and watch the playoffs this year. Go back and watch this year in general. I don't know about that. But one of the best shooters of all time? Yeah, I don't know about that. He what, didn't. What start, more do you need? He didn't. He didn't start going ballistic like this until the last four years, maybe. But he has been consistently now for yeah. four years. It hasn't yeah. stopped. That he's only he's only getting better. I don't. All, one of the best shooters of all time. Dog, I, I mean, think that Dame Lillard. He can, I mean, he can fire. The last two years, Dame Lillard has shot 40% on 10 threes per game. Yeah. I mean, maybe not. The, okay. Yeah. That's probably a stretch, but you, yeah, all right. I mean, but you know what I'm saying? Most he, exciting yeah, he can shooters, shoot. like, yeah, whatever it is, right? Um, yeah. Again, you, you pair him with Steph Curry, that could be interesting. So that was heating up. I think that there's so much being talked about on the Dame front. I think he is going to get traded this year, which I, which I thought was impossible. I thought he was going to just die on the, on the Blazers train. We but talked about that. I'm like, they might be wanting to cut their losses. So, Dame, this is all fun and good. The no loyal, the I'm loyal, I'm this. Right. They I'm gave me a up. shot. Yeah. I love the city. You know, Adidas headquarters gave me a shot. It's out here in, uh, it's out here in Portland. I love the city. That shit is all great, my boy. If you don't want to win any rings, stay out there and, and oh, yeah, yeah. do what you got to do. But if you want to win a ring, my G, you got to get out of there and you got to get out of there sooner rather than later absolutely unless you want to be a passenger for the ring and not a leader on for the ring and they were talking on uh simmons podcast how he you would actually probably get good return for dame because he signed he signed for the next four years he's 30 um i don't i don't see that dame's gonna fall off the cliff between 30 and 34 no um so you got him signed it's like this is our guy you are getting a a franchise hall of fame player MVP candidate that's signed and under contract that you don't for, have to worry about for the about. next five years. For the easy. next four to five years, easy. So it's like yeah. you better you better give us what we want, and we're not in a rush to trade him because he's signed. He can't he can't. What's he gonna do? You know what I mean? It's not like he can, he can say, "Hey, I'm not gonna resign with you guys" or anything like that. So I think Portland has some leverage in that situation. Um, so we'll see, you man. I mean, funny is crazy. Maybe, maybe Portland should be in a little bit more of a hurry. Why? Because maybe you just try to go a different route. I don't think you're going to be able to attract the guys that you need to to win the championship out there. Maybe you do something else. I'm never on the I'm never on the 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 train of get rid of all star perennial all star guys. A, a, a true perennial, by the way. 
Yeah. <laughs> Perennial all NBA. Perennial all NBA guys. Yeah, elite level player. Yeah. To make a move, but it's like the shit that y'all got going on out there is not working. And maybe, maybe this is the same conversation <laughs> we always have is that Portland, y'all, man, be happy that y'all are in the conference. Y'all are in the y'all are in the second round consistently talk now. Maybe yeah. that's maybe that's a massive win. That's, maybe that's and maybe ceiling. that's why you keep Dame and keep continuing to do what you're doing. Well, but if, he's if, not. That, that's not the ceiling for him. If you move Dame, then please completely blow it up and also move CJ. Like a CJ yeah. with no Dame leaves you in a very like you. You just yeah. You got CJ going out there scoring a bunch of points and winning just enough games to take you out of the top three picks, but not enough to make any type of noise. And that's not where you want to be. How brutal will it be if they Simmons went out to Portland? And then they just sent everybody else out. It's just him out and there. Just Portland. been out there in Portland. It's, it's, it's like, essentially, it's like that Will Smith meme where he's looking <laughs> around. It's essentially, Portland is Cleveland now. It's the same thing, right? Yeah, like that'd be terrible. Shit. If so. you can get him out there without disrupting the the CJ and Dame situation, because again, we just talked about if if there's not a ton of fits for Simmons, it becomes a situation where you might not get as much as you think that you will. Now you're not going to get Harden type return, which is literally. I'll never, I'll never stop talking about how Houston does not have anything from the James Harden trade. And this happened six months ago. It's not like the yeah. first James Harden trade when Oklahoma City traded him and it took a couple of years for you to realize you have nothing. It's six months after trading James Harden. The Houston Rockets have absolutely nothing to show for it. Yeah. You got like the 25th pick in the draft. Um, <laughs> like it's yeah. crazy. So I, whoever whoever's out there should be fired. But um, – yeah, I don't I don't know what you're gonna do. If you can get if you can get him out there and keep that intact, like yeah, I think Ben Simmons actually fixes some of your problems, your biggest problem, which is defense. Um, and you have the scores to kind of bring him into your roster and yeah. not worry about could, it. But if they, yeah. could, if they could get away with giving up one score, preferably Dame and keeping maybe moving CJ and keeping Ben Simmons, Dame, Norm, Nurkic. Maybe add another defensive player. That could be. Hey, you'd be could, fine. Yeah, add a defensive be, guard. Add a yeah, two that can play D. The Denver Nuggets. Dame can score enough points for you when it matters. Like yeah. that's what it comes down to. Like in the playoffs, in close games. Yeah. Like he he is at that level of offensive player that he's almost like a one and a half player. It's like you're allowed to kind of cut short other places when you have Dame Lillard on the roster. No doubt. All right, let's move over to um, show the show. Otani, Stephen A. Smith comments. I got the clip for you guys. Um, Before we get to that, let's talk the Home Run Derby real quick. Let's talk MLB All-Star because I think this all ties in together to the Shohei Otani and Stephen A. Smith comments. Um, The conversation came up with Otani and Stephen A. Smith was purely off of... Real quick, real quick. Yeah. Since we are at the All-Star break, we do got to... We do got to give our credit to the first place Chicago White Sox. It's a tale of, tale of two teams here in the city. One team's arrow pointing up, <laughs> even though even though the, even though the arrow on their field points down, arrow points up on the team. Got another team out north. Sean called it early. He didn't even believe the hype when they got into first place for a little bit. Uh, Sean told, told you what my man's is into real estate development now, not winning baseball games. Um, another team with the arrow pointing down. But I know we don't talk a ton of baseball here. I know people have asked us to talk baseball. Don't hold your breath. It probably won't happen a lot. <laughs> um, and this come from me. I watch almost every single White Sox game. I am plugged in, but I just don't feel confident enough to get up here and give you guys a whole bunch of OPS and MIS and all this other shit. There's plenty of people who can give you that. 
But just understand, we appreciate the first place Chicago White Sox. We appreciate Eloy Jimenez, Jimenez coming back for the second half, and the team's going to continue to make noise. Yeah, we're talking and about shout out first, the squad. We're talking about first place in the AL. We're not talking about the division either. They in the uh, AL, the best record in the best record All that Larusa hate and all that. And I was on the why are we hiring TLR situation. I know there's been some weird moments. Hey, he's gotten us through these injuries. They've had big time injuries too. Yeah, um, top of line type players. So shout out the first place. In the American League, Chicago White Sox. Yo, and Dubs, you already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really quick, I actually got a pod set up for tomorrow with uh, Michael Bowling and Dom, aka the uh, the director of morale for the Chicago Cubs. We're gonna talk about how we got here, where it started, where it's going, and then yeah, I'm gonna talk about. Chris Is he Carl. actually the director of morale? Is that what he calls himself? That's what he calls himself. Uh, yeah, he must, he must be hard it. right now. Huh? <laughs> so he's director of morale. That's what he calls himself. Um. But yeah, so, we'll, I, I want to talk Ricketts, the real estate developer, because that's exactly what he is right now. I, don't, I wouldn't even call him an owner. He's he's developing real estate. A land mogul. He's de- <laughs> <laughs> he's developing real estate funded by the Chicago. That's, <laughs> yes, essentially. that's exactly what's happening. Hey, he uh, got. Hey, you guys want your ring? Got it for you. Yeah. You so be on the lookout for that. That's tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to release that on Thursday. I'll let you guys know some more details on that. But. The whole the Otani comments from Stephen A. Smith came from a perspective of MLB is just not popular, and it's not popular enough. We should be talking more about this guy and Trout and whoever else, but it's just not popular. Why not? This is why I feel like it's not as popular. And then I'm going to play the clip now, but that was kind of the lead, and they were talking about. How can you know baseball become more popular? And what's up with baseball? How come people don't watch it? They even talked about it today on first take. Stephen A said, Yo, we don't talk baseball because every time we talk baseball, the fucking ratings drop. People the change the channel. People yeah. change the channel. So here's Stephen A. And ESPN the- does watch it by the segment. That's why Tebow and all them boys got so much coverage because whenever they talk Tebow, yeah, shit went up. So yeah, exactly. Good point. Exactly. So here's uh Stephen A talking about Shohei Otani being the face of uh the MLB. And it was some racist shit. When I look at Otani, he is big time. Babe Root, 33 home runs, batting 279. Got a 4-on-1 record with a 379 ERA as a pitcher. This brother is special. Make no mistake about it. But the fact that you got a foreign player that doesn't speak English, that needs an interpreter, believe it or not, I think contributes to harming the game to some degree when that's your box office appeal. It needs to be somebody like Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, those guys. And unfortunately, at this moment in time, that's not the case. Baseball was dying in the 90s. What saved it? It was the home run competition between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Now, obviously, Sammy Sosa, we learned later during his testimony on Capitol Hill that suddenly he needed an interpreter. You know, baseball being very, very good to him. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't enough. He needed an interpreter to speak for him when he was on Capitol Hill. Certainly didn't need that when he was smacking those home runs. But Mark McGuire basically helped save baseball because you had a dude that you could put on Wheaties boxes, all right, that could ingratiate himself with the younger generations out there and had um, had America transfixed on the sport. 
of Major League Baseball. What I'm saying to you is that's not the case. That's all I mean by that. I'm not taking anything away from Otani. I know what he's doing on the field. I know it's nothing short of spectacular. And I understand that baseball is an international sport itself in terms of participation. But when you talk about an audience gravitating to the tube or to the ballpark to actually watch you, okay, I don't think it helps that the number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter so you can understand what well, the hell he's saying. This- Wait, so before we hit this, yeah, the Sammy Sosa baseball needing an, inter- <laughs> an interpreter <laughs> during the congressional hearings is still one of the all-time, like, wow. Like, all hey, of a man. sudden, my man didn't speak English. It reminds me, I used to have math class in, uh, obviously, had math class in high school. And a couple of the Mexican homies were in there. And when the teacher would call, and these cats spoke perfect English. Yeah. When the teacher would call on them, there was this one dude every time he'd be like, no say, no say. <laughs> <laughs> no say. Oh, no say. Like, yeah, go shout out my mans, though. Would do that shit every time. So the Tam- Sammy needed an interpreter. I forgot about that. It's absolutely hilarious. So you said before you showed the clip that it is racist. So you're on yeah. you're on that side of it. Yes. I'm on the opposite side. I don't think that it was a racist. Um, I think that he didn't articulate it as well as he could have. But what I did, because I knew that this was one of those clips that was just taken and you just put that part of it there and it was part of a larger, broader conversation. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll explain my yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So I went back and rewatched first take and I wanted to see how they kind of talked about this. And even upon re because I, I knew he had to have this be part of a larger point, right? Yeah. And even going back listening to it, he still probably didn't say it as well as he could have. But I understand what he was trying to say, right? Me too. We do this podcast every single week. We don't necessarily cover baseball, but we talk about the biggest stories in sport. And I know in my lifetime, and probably the same in your lifetime, and a lot of people's lifetime, our parents' lifetime, we have never seen where you have a guy who is a above-average starting pitcher, right? And one of the best hitters in baseball doing both jobs, right? Like it is, it is an athletic feat that we haven't seen in, in, in tens of years, right? And we may never see again. And we don't spend any time talking about it. So when you look at it like that, you say, hey, is it good for baseball that your number one attraction doesn't necessarily speak English from a business standpoint? probably not right again he didn't articulate it as well but i know that's what he's trying to say because ultimately they need to market stories right the nba figured out a long time ago don't market the product market the story right nfl you market the story and they they have a hard time marketing narratives in baseball because it's a pretty regional sport right like you care about your teams you don't really know what's going on around the league in order to market a national story like that you need to have a marketable guy this is a guy we were just talking about it before we got on. Their best player, Mike Trout, isn't even marketable, and he's an American. So when you add another layer upon that, where a guy like watching last night the home run derby, all cameras on him. He's starting the game tomorrow. He's batting leadoff or starting the game tonight. He's batting leadoff tonight. He went last in the home run derby. Everybody's got their phones out, but you can't even shoot over to him to an interview, which is not his fault. Right. And it's nothing against him. It's nothing against him being Japanese. But when you're trying to market this and sell it to your fans during your biggest week ever, which is the all star game and you can't do it, it doesn't necessarily bode well for baseball. 
So it's it, it, it's not problematic and, and in the sense that like you can't have an Asian player. And then I took it to well, imagine if someone had said this like, hey, you can't really have a black player be the face of it because of this. Yes, I would probably be upset about right. it. So when I look at it from that lens, right. when I look at it from that lens, and I replace Japanese with black, I get it one hundred percent. But I fully understand what he was saying, where he was coming from. Like I heard Keith Oberman say, hey. And stuff like this that contributes to the anti-Asian hate that's going on in this country. That is too far. That is too far. We are just simply talking about can you have the face of the league, the biggest story in the league, be a guy who you can't interview? And I think the answer to that question is probably not. It's not, it's very difficult to do. Does it hinder if if <clears throat> would it be better off if he could speak English? Yes. Yeah, sure, right. I think where he fucked up and it came off racist was when he, he essentially said this Japanese guy that doesn't speak English can't 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 be the be the face of baseball and have baseball be successful. We need white boys like uh like Trout and Harper to do it. It's like the bare bones of what is like a, a big part of what he said. I think that came off racist and was was worthy of an apology. Um and he did apologize, and, and we are where we are right now. I do understand what he was trying to say. He's like, hey, you, you guys aren't the NBA. You guys aren't the NFL. The problem with that is you guys do terrible job of marketing your players. And then on top of all of it, the biggest showman in your sport, the guy is pitching and hitting 33 home runs in the first half of the season. It's the long ball. <laughs> He's he, he's literally pitching and batting leadoff in the all-star game. Yeah. Can't kind of create that buzz and talk to the media and, you know. Can't sell get, the game for you. Can't sell the game for you. That's what he was trying to say. He 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 butchered how to say it or, or, or how he was going to go about it. It's, it's, it's a tough conversation to have on national TV where millions of people are going to be watching and not kind of come off as – I guess derogatory. And he's essentially saying, like, yo, you're not from here. You shouldn't be the face. It's kind of how see, a lot of people yeah, and that's how people that's saw how it. A lot I don't of think that's what he was saying. I think he was saying, You're not from here, therefore it's an uphill it's battle difficult. to try to sell you here. Right. Right? Like yeah. I I just think and again, like listening to the whole thing, I don't think he did a great job right. of saying what he meant and the words and the way that he came off was almost insensitive, right? Yo, Nick, and how about this? I think there's a difference of a dude I don't believe is racist saying something that may have like a racial tone to it and be like, oh, fuck, he fucked up apologizing. And there's also guys where it's like, man, that was some super racist shit. And I'm worried about what this guy talks about when the cameras aren't on and the door is closed. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. not the feeling I got from Stephen A. And another thing. Yeah, sure. Mike Trout is boring. He doesn't feel like being on social media and being out in front of the camera or whatever. But how the fuck does the NBA figure out a way to, to, to promote Kawhi Leonard? He's the dullest motherfucker on planet Earth. And yeah, he's, a, he's a marketing, he's a marketing superstar. He's a, yeah, like, they almost you know market his goal, they market him being Kawhi. So then well, I think the issue also with Trout is Trout doesn't Trout doesn't win. Yeah. The Angels yeah. just aren't a good team, right? Yeah. So like throughout all of his MVPs and all that, maybe if he was winning. Maybe it would cause him to loosen up a bit, but I get it. Maybe he's just like, look, dude, it's hard for me to get up and do all this, right. and we're sitting over here in third and fourth place, and I'm winning all these MVPs. Every but single I mean, year. But even with Otani, I mean, like, and I get the Angels aren't necessarily in L.A., so, like, when I say they play in a large market, it's not the Dodgers. It's not like he's on the Dodgers or something like that. 
but he's yeah. still playing in a big enough market to where you could figure out a way to get out there. So, yeah, I think it is a baseball problem. I said a long time ago, if I'm baseball. Why are you not marketing guys like Tim Anderson, right? Like a young black American player, like guys like that. Why aren't you marketing? I, don't, I can't even name, like whoever this guy was that had all these home runs last night, this Alonzo character. He seems like he had a bunch of personality. Yeah, he, and he plays on the fucking Mets. Mets. Yeah. He plays in New York. So it's like, why are these guys not front and center? Why is the presentation of the home run derby last night so boring? To me, it's not exciting, right? Like, I, I feel like you could do a lot more with that. I they just seem of, to be. I think part of it's the game itself. It's just kind of a baseball, boring game. It's a boring yeah, game. It boring is. Game. Yeah. So it's not Bryce like Harper's basketball. an exciting guy. I get it. Like, they market Harper. Harper, Harper does his shit, and that's a clown question and all that. But it's not, I, it's not basketball. It's not yeah. football. Um, yeah, it's tough. It's regional. Baseball is a regional sport. Let's keep it honest. Like, you like your team. I know about the Chicago White Sox. I can't tell you about the Detroit Tigers. I can't even tell you about the Cubs. And, and they're across the street, right? Yeah. You focus on who you focus on, whereas the NFL and the NBA, I can but tell that's you a league, but that's about a league. the Minnesota that's, Timberwolves. That's a league so, issue. You know, it's a league yeah. issue, though. Yeah. The fact that you can talk about the Timberwolves and not the Pittsburgh Pirates is because you don't, you don't, care, you don't give a fuck about the league. We care about the NFL. We care about the NBA. So it's it's easy to tap in with those squads. It's an interesting thing, man, because it's not getting better. The 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 baseball super lovers are getting older and older, yep. and the younger motherfuckers the younger are, are, are watching basketball. it. Yeah. And uh, golf, golf is heating up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the other so, sports. I mean, UFC, yeah. soccer, soccer. I really think that soccer. Um, if you talk about the sport hierarchy in the, in the United States of America. It is football, right, then yeah. basketball, and then it used to be baseball, right? Baseball used to be number one. I think the new generation is way more into soccer. The younger people, even people our age, are way more into soccer than they are baseball. Like, I know you're a big soccer fan, so it goes without saying, like, you'd obviously much rather probably watch a soccer match than a baseball game, right? And you yeah. grew up playing baseball. Yeah. Um, so I think that's their real issue. It's like, hey – it used to be, man, it sucks that we're in third. It's like, no, y'all are struggling to hang on to third because the more soccer leagues get that get uh, deals in the United States as far as showing their games, like this Premier League on ESPN, I mean, what has that done for the game, United States? It's blown it up. I'm asking you the other day, hey, when does this shit start? I'm going to try to get into it. Right. And I'm not like that on baseball. Like, Otani could be on TV the next 10 days. I probably won't watch. Right, no, I can't. Right. I'm not gonna sit there and watch nine innings of Angels hey, baseball to watch a guy pit, uh, go up there three times. I'm gonna tell you this: I ain't seen Otani throw a pitch <laughs> all year. Neither have I. So, like, I mean, that's just keeping it 100. They better call up uh, Netflix and uh, the F1 producer yeah, yeah, yes. and have a documentary on each division or but something. You can't, but see, to their point, you couldn't do that with him because he doesn't speak English. No, you could do that. You could do something like that. But, yeah, but that would be the league have to open up and allow people to do that. Like, how dope would it be to have an AL Central like oh, documentary yeah. like throughout the whole year? Like, but it has to, it has to be through the net. It can't be like on MLB Network where it's edited and heavily heavily redacted. Yeah, no, we're like, not doing that. You need you need the hard knocks. Like the hey, this is yeah. the footage. Right, we we control the footage. Facts, and we're because I think they have that. They have um. What's that that show they they at ESPN does it where they follow people around? They did it in the hockey league a couple years ago. You told me to watch the Pac-10. They did it with Herm Edwards. Oh, um, that shit was really good. Yeah, it was really uh, good. Of course, it's great. Shout out Herm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
that was on HBO. I can't. Was it on HBO? Or yeah, Showtime? I think it is. It's, I think HBO, it's HBO Showtime. But like they have, I think they've done that for baseball. But yeah, you need you need Something you like need that. a game outside of the game for baseball, and yes. you don't have that. You don't have that. It's still now spectator wise. It's still arguably my favorite sport to go watch because just kicking back at a baseball game is fucking lovely, right? Like. Yeah. It's lovely. I gave me baseball tickets tomorrow. I will inconvenience myself to go to a baseball game because I just enjoy it. Yeah. But I've even to, like, I, yeah. I, this, I was gonna say, I've been to like a dozen games this for, yeah. the, for the Cubs already. Yeah. But I'm 34 and this is the most baseball I've ever watched on TV in my life. And it's only because I'm very intrigued on my team. You know what I mean? Like, but normally it's like, yeah, I, I don't, maybe you'll get out 10 to 15 games a year I'll watch. But like, yeah, like. So I don't know, man. They they can't recreate their at field in on field experience at home, but they need to do something. And to Stephen A's point, it's hard when your best player, your most marketable player, your once in a lifetime generation century story, it's hard for you to promote. Like watching it yesterday at the home run derby, it's difficult. See, but I think that guys, sounds bad. Hard to promote. Fucking figure out a way to promote him. It's it's yeah. how about this? It's maybe it may be difficult to communicate with him and his team. Something like that. I think the promote thing is the word, like, figure that shit out. Hire whoever you got to do whatever you got to do, bro. Because yo, because you're not promoting the motherfuckers that speak English. You're not promoting the motherfuckers that speak Japanese. Yeah, right. You're not promoting nobody. You're not promoting these guys, yeah. Yeah, so it's Like, Mike Trout, like, honestly, I don't even, I mean, I know what he looks like, but if he was at a restaurant with me, I'd probably do a double take before I really, it wouldn't be like, oh, that's Mike Trout. Right. Like, I'm like, that's Oh, that's my trout. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, yeah. So it's like, and that's your that's your biggest star in the league. So for sure, well, that's the thing. It's like, yo. So you're telling me that if this dude spoke English, that he'd be and he'd be everywhere. True. So like, you think yo, that's cap? Tim, yeah. I mean, Tim Anderson speaks English. Mike Trout is speaking has spoke English his whole life. His whole life. He got in the league. <laughs> no, they're talking about yeah. Mike Trout, one of the best baseball players ever, 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 yeah. ever. And come on, man. So, like, I, it's that's where it gets a little shaky. Like, y'all not promoting anybody. And then Stephen A comes out and says, yeah, this dude, we can't promote this guy. I'm like, yo, y'all not promoting anybody. That's true. I see. When you look at it from that way, it's like, yeah, they're not. It's not like Trohei Otani could speak perfect English. He could have gone to fucking Harvard. Right. And, uh, yeah, they wouldn't be And able it to would still him. be an issue of, like, why don't we know more about this guy? Why isn't he on the fucking Wheaties box? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, we'll leave it there. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. Make sure you subscribe, man. Tell the friends to tell a friend to tell a friend. Rate, review, leave the five stars. We appreciate it. It helps us out on the iTunes and the Spotify list. So make sure you do that. Um, that's it, man. Be on the lookout for the Cubs. Uh, Cubs? The, the, the state of the Chicago Cubs pod. That's what we're going to call it. I'm, uh, I'm getting a couple of, you know, big time Chicago dudes together. Uh, Michael Bowling's huge on the Cubs, big on Twitter on them. And uh, Dom Frederick, a.k.a. Director of Morale, he's got like 30,000 followers. They're all super, super Cubs Cubs lovers. So be on the lookout for that. I'm going to record that tomorrow, drop that, it Thursday. That reminds me real quick. I saw the worst bumper sticker I've ever seen in my life today. Yeah. Um, this dude at Bumper Circuit said, I was a Cubs fan before it was cool. And I was like... He must have printed that himself. Yeah, like there's, there's, there's <laughs> it never point was it like, oh yeah, I'm gonna hop on the Cubs bandwagon. Like their fans have been there forever, so I, yeah. I thought that was kind of silly to like claim I'm an original Cubs fan. It's like maybe yeah. the Blackhawks, maybe the White Sox, not not the Cubs. Their fans yeah. have been in abundance for years. So. Facts. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. Um, you know how we're rocking. We're gonna we'll have some more no catch up fast food 
coming this week as well. Me and Nick are going to try to continue to come out with a, with a bunch of stuff for you guys to rock with. Uh, no catch up. Are you watching the All Star game tonight? Um, maybe. I'm gonna. I got a couple things I got to do, but yeah, it'll be on in the background. That's it. That's that shit. Yo, it'll be on in the background. I have yeah, I'm, I'm a glance. <laughs> have it on in the background. Don't worry, yeah, about, yeah. don't worry about it. Uh, for Big Nick the Quick, I'm your host Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe everywhere, man. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. We're out of here.